Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala, and it's Tuesday, October the 26th. So we have a beautiful sunny day here today, not a cloud in the sky, after having uh, quite a lot of rain, which was welcome. But the sun is always welcome. Uh, today, Today, we have a really beautiful reading, and we are on day 34. Tomorrow's the last day for our pilgrimage. So we'll be leaving India tomorrow in our imaginations and coming home. Good morning. It's good to see friends online. Uh, this is a... this is a beautiful reading, and it's from the Sutta, it's Sutta, uh, Sutta Nipata 2.4, which is uh, Maha Mangala Sutta. So that's the Sutta on the discourse. Suttas, of course, are discourses from, from the Buddha or from one of his, uh, that he gave some of his upper uh, disciples permission to do uh, talks and train monks. So some of those talks have come into the discourses. But when we talk about a sutta, that's a discourse. And the suttas in the Pali Canon, we, that's the early Buddha, those are the earliest Buddhist teachings are from the Buddha himself or one of his um, Magalana uh, or uh, Sariputta, his two top disciples. But this is the discourse on blessings. The, there's the Mangala Sutta. The Maha is, means superior. Maha Mangala Sutta. And these are the, uh, the, the highest blessings. And this is an answer. The Sutta is an answer. A Dewa. A Dewa is like a spirit or maybe some people would say an angel, but they're good Dewas and mischievous devas, but they are spirits in, on other planes of existence. And they would often come down to listen to the Buddha talk when he talked to a group because they still needed, they wanted to uh, keep moving through these other levels of existence. And so they were coming, They, we have these beautiful pieces of art where you can see the spirits sitting listening to the Buddha's talks with all the other people and the monks. So this, I love this sutta because it explains what blessings are in Buddhism. And I think it's very different from what we might think of as Westerners and part of um, uh, some, some other religious tradition or spiritual tradition. So blessings within Buddhism or we really give to ourselves. So why don't we read the reading and the reflection is these are both wonderful and remembering that this is almost we're almost at the very end of our uh, pilgrimage to the sacred sites of the life of the Buddha in India, northern India and Nepal. So This reading is from the Sutta Nipata 2.4, and then you'll have the longer, the more, uh, the Sutta version is a bit longer, and uh, this covers things. 
this covers everything, but it's written more in a narrative as opposed to uh, kind of a, um, a poem. And this is a sutta that we always chant. All of monks who come and visit, and we sit under the the little gazebo, the paper gazebo in the temple, and uh, every, they all of the monks chant the mangala, the Maha Mangala Sutta, and that is a that's the blessing that they that we give through that chant is really to the blessing of helping people understand what blessings are no one no one actually confers any of these blessings on us but they can remind us in this chant it's how we live that becomes the the, the, the best blessing that we can attain the blessings that we can attain it's not from with outside of ourselves it's from within ourselves so this is a narrative of that sutta the Discourse on Blessings Adewa once asked the Buddha, What brings happiness? And the Buddha replied, Not to associate with fools, to have fellowship with the wise, and to honor those worthy of respect. This is the highest blessing. To live in a suitable place, to have performed meritorious deeds in the past, and to set oneself in the right direction, this is the highest blessing. A good education, training in a skill, respect for discipline, and pleasant speech, this is the highest blessing. To support one's parents, to cherish one's partner and children, and to have a peaceful occupation, this is the highest blessing. Generosity, morality, helpfulness, and blamelessness indeed. This is the highest blessing. To avoid evil, to abstain from alcohol, uh, and also it's translated intoxicants. So that could mean anything that intoxicates the mind. And to be diligent in righteousness. This is the highest blessing. Reverence humility, contentment, gratitude, and hearing the Dhamma, this is the highest blessing. Patience, obedience, meeting with the Sangha and discussing the Dhamma, this is the highest blessing. Self-control, chastity, understanding the noble truths, and the attainment of Nibbana, this is the highest blessing. A mind untouched by worldly conditions, free from sorrow, stainless and secure. This is the highest blessing. Those who have gained these qualities will be happy and victorious wherever they go. To them, these are the highest blessings. It's beautiful. And now as we do the reflection, you can just begin sitting in a meditation posture, letting you be not, alert's not the right word, but attentive, aware, and relaxed, 
very important to be relaxed so your body is comfortable and your body isn't feeling uh, new pain just from the posture you're in. And you can be as comfortable as possible while you just, this is a good beginning to our practice. The reflection, if you know the Dhammapada, you will be, uh, you'll recognize it. And also it's from Majjhimanikaya 128, but you'll recognize the words from the Dhamma, familiar Dhammapada uh, story of reflection in the Dhammapada. When many voices shout at once, when many voices shout at once, none considers themselves a fool. Though the Sangha is being split, none thinks themselves to be at fault. They have forgotten thoughtful speech. They talk obsessed by words alone. Uncurb their mouths, they bawl at will. None knows what leads them so to act. They abused me, they struck me, they defeated me, they robbed me. In those who harbor thoughts like these, hatred will never be allayed. He abused, they abused me, they struck me, they defeated me, they robbed me. In those who do not harbor thoughts like these, hatred will be allayed. For in this world, hatred is never allayed by further acts of hate. It is allayed by non-hatred. That is the fixed and ageless law. Though those others do not recognize that here we should restrain ourselves. But those wise ones who realize this at once will end all their enmity. Breakers of bones and murderers those who steal cattle, horses, wealth, those who pillage the entire realm, when even these can act together, why can you not do so too? If one can find a worthy friend, a virtuous, steadfast companion, then overcome all threats of danger and walk with them content and mindful. But if one finds no worthy friend, no virtuous, steadfast companion. Then, as a king leaves his conquered realm, walk like a tusker in the woods, alone. Better it is to walk alone. There is no companionship with fools. Walk alone and do no evil, at ease like a tusker in the woods. That's Majjhimanikaya 128. Those are really both very beautiful. So why don't we sit together? Just be aware of the body breathing.
You may want to hear the Buddha's words about the highest blessings. Those qualities might rise up in your mind. And when we think of non-hatred, immediately, metta, loving-kindness, we understand why we practice metta, why it's such an important part of our practice. All of these wholesome qualities support us in our daily lives and also it's clear for us if we're practicing meditation to see how important they are in helping us being patient, having some discipline. Connecting with the Dhamma, all of these qualities can help us. But you don't have to be Buddhist to be helped by these qualities. They're they're wonderful, skillful human qualities that we want to develop.
and just come back to the breath. If you see your mind becoming too analytical, if you start thinking, okay to be aware of these qualities. To feel them in yourself, or you may have something rising up, reminding you of something you don't incorporate into your daily life. But if you become too, if you start thinking, trying to fix anything, just come back to your breath and be with your breath. Just keep relaxing your body. With each exhale, allow your shoulders to drop. It's a big spot where we hold our tension.
Just keep coming back to your breath. Let your mind and body be at ease. Remember, the more we let go of our mental defilements, the clearer and tranquil our mind will be until it's like a clear, still pond where you can just see all the way to the bottom. That's the clarity we're looking for. So as we end our time together, may you be well and content. May you feel safe and may you feel true happiness and joy. May everything we do today All of our thoughts, our actions, our speech be done not only for our own benefit, but for the benefit of all sentient beings everywhere. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you in a few days.